So the very first question that I like to ask is around motivation. So I asked myself a two-parter here, which is why did I originally start my business and has that motivation changed? You're listening to the Content Coffee Break podcast brought to you by Your Content Empire. I am your host, Haley Dale. Join me and my sometimes unexpected guests as we go behind the scenes on the strategies and systems that are working right now for online businesses wanting to grow and scale your business using content. If you have a topic or a question that you'd like to discuss, send me a DM over at Your Content Empire on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. And if you enjoy the show, please raise review and subscribe wherever you get your daily dose of podcast inspiration. It makes a big, big difference and it means the world to me. Welcome back to the Content Coffee Break podcast. Today is a really special episode because today I'm talking about um, five really important, really special questions that I ask myself on a regular basis, especially, you know, at the end of the year, at the beginning of a new year, even like quarterly, I will ask myself these questions. And I especially ask them in dark nights of the soul um, or any time that I'm feeling disconnected from my business or disconnected from my pur- purpose or not sure what is next or not sure if I'm really truly aligned with my goals when it comes to my business. And, you know, I just this past week, I went to, I'm a part of a couple of book clubs and this past week I was at one and we were talking about the book Braiding Sweetgrass. And what I love about book clubs is the questions that get asked. I find that it's a really good opportunity to integrate the book fully by reflecting on it versus I tend to be a bit of a book binger. And so I am like Ariana Grande, thank you next (laughs) as soon as I'm finished with a book and ready to move on to the next one. Um, But with my book club books, it just forces me to slow down and fully integrate and think about the different themes or the different takeaways that I had from that particular book. And I think that the same thing is necessary and true with your years, with your months, with your weeks, with your quarters. Um, And any chance that we can use really great questions, it just helps us integrate that year, think about the lessons from it. And in the previous episode, I went over my DIY retreat agenda and it was broken down into three days. Day one is all about reflection and going through and doing like a 360 degree audit of your business and using those that audit process to come up with an idea, come up with ideas for goals or potentially tweaks or small little low-hanging fruit fixes. There is a concept and a Japanese word called kaizen, which is I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but it refers to this idea of continuous improvement. So making small, tiny, um, ongoing positive changes and how those can reap significant benefits in, in your business or in your product or in your life. And so this process of regular reflection just helps us make those continuous tiny improvements. So even though 
we talk about the reflection in the context of preparing for the next year. I also think this is something that could be a part of your regular process as well as part of this Kaizen concept and these small continuous improvements that you can make that will end up having a big impact um, down the line on your bottom line or on your um, experience in your own business. So even though we talked about the DIY retreat agenda in the previous episode, today I want to focus on these five specific questions. And like I said, I use these, you know, you might not be in a position to use these right now. You might have like every, your head on straight, you know exactly what your goals are. You feel really committed and you have a really strong vision for what those things are. And you have good work-life balance and good boundaries around your work. If you are in that camp, you do not need to answer these questions, right? I think that, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. But, you know, if you find yourself in moments of doubt, if you find yourself not sure on what you want to work on in 2024, what goals you want to bring forward, what visions you want to bring into reality, um, or you feel a little disillusioned by it all, you're not feeling motivated, this is the perfect um situation to bring these questions to. I usually ask them on a regular basis quarterly as a way of checking in. And then anytime I am feeling like stuck in that space of like, oh, I set all these goals and I said that I wanted them, but now I'm like, not sure why I'm working towards them or I'm not sure that they matter. Um, So with that, you know, let's dive in to the questions. So the very first question that I like to ask is around motivation. So I asked myself a two-parter here, which is why did I originally start my business and has that motivation changed? And if you're doing this regularly, you know, what was my previous motivation, right? You can always tap into like what your most recent motivation was. You know, I think this question matters because we don't know what we don't know. And when we start our business, we might be starting it for one reason. And then the further along we go, the more we know through our journey, that motivation changes. Sometimes the why shifts without us even really being aware of it and knowing your why and knowing your vision. Um, Shout out to Simon Sinek here with no ear why. Um, But knowing your why is an incredible motivator. And when you don't know your why, it can sometimes feel like you get lost in just the to-do list shuffle and working on the next thing and checking things off without checking in to make sure that you are moving in the right direction um, in honor of that why, in honor of, you know, that motivation that, you know, you started your business for. So when I started my business, I really started the business for freedom. I was working in a corporate job, consulting on the side, and I hated showing up. I had the, I had a major case of the Sunday scaries. Um, my job was great, and it really was like when I got out of grad school. I thought that that was going to be my dream job. I was so excited for it, but you know the realities set in a little bit, and you know people just like clocking in from eight thirty to four thirty, um, waiting until they could retire and waiting for their pension and. 
And that was like a killer for me. I hated it. I was really excited about the social change campaigns, about the community behavior campaigns we were going to do around water. And what ended up happening is, you know, things move very, very slowly when you're working in government and things work very slowly when there's these layers of approvals. And it was just a very, very frustrating place to be in for someone who likes to like get things done pretty quickly and move on to the next idea once that one is fully integrated. So I didn't feel like it was using um, my superpowers of integration and action taking. Even though I started my business for freedom as I wanted freedom from, you know, working in specific hours, on specific projects, not working on them because they weren't moving anywhere. I started my business, I like to say at the beginning, for freedom, freedom to work when I want, with who I want, on what I want, where I want, all of those things. Now, as I'm getting up to like year nine in my business here, and I was a side hustle for a few years at the beginning there, um, it's becoming much more about the impact. And I'm starting to think more about the legacy. I'm starting to think more around the long-term vision of this business and the change vehicle that I want it to be for the impact that I want to make and the legacy that I want to leave. So check in with your why, because it might change the longer you're in business, that motivation might change. And it is imperative that you know your motivation if you're going to feel really connected to your business and connected to the goals that you're working on, connected to the projects that you're working on. Question number two is around investment. So this is the question we want to ask when we want to figure out how much is the business costing us? What are we putting in? So this is a three-parter question. Number one, how much am I really working in my business right now? Where am I spending that time? And what is my business costing me? This question really matters because again, we can get lost in that to-do list shuffle. We can get lost in just checking things off as we go with our head down in work mode, not realizing where we're going or not realizing, you know, if we're making the most out of the time that we're putting in. So this is one of those questions where you might want to do some kind of time audit. Um, There is a, you know, time audit practice that I use. It was inspired by Austin Netsley. And it is, you know, you track all of your time and then you decide whether you want to at the end of it, how much time it adds it all up for the week or for the month that you're doing it. And then you go through and you decide whether you want to delegate it, delegate that task, whether you want to continue to do it, whether you want to delete it or whether you want to systemize it or automate it. Um, So I think it's a really great process to like, you know, do those time audits once in a while, especially if you feel like, I'm working all the time and I feel like I have nothing to show for it or I feel like I'm working all the time and I'm not making as much progress as I think I should be making towards the goals that I'm working on. That is a really, really great time to bring in a time audit so that way you can answer those that three-parter question around investment. Um, another kind of simplified time audit approach that I will use is there are a couple of Pomodoro apps. So there is Session and then there is Be Focused Pro. These are two apps. 
I don't know if they work on Android. I think probably one of them does, um, but it works on your phone and it connects to your computer, it connects to your iPad um, or like integrates between all of those. So it doesn't matter where you're using it. Um, but I will use it as a simplified kind of time tracking where I'm able to like work in Pomodoro sprints and I'm able to say, okay, so for this one, I'm working on this particular task. And then at the end of the week, it'll tell me, here's all the things you worked on, all the categories, and it adds it all up as kind of a little report. So I like working in Pomodoro sprints anyway. So if you're going to do a time audit, you know, you can do it that way too, a little less manually. Um, so a couple of different options there around that. But that investment piece, you know, what am I putting into my business is it's really important to keep your finger on the pulse of that. So you don't end up in that situation of like, I wasted a whole year working on things um, that really did not make a difference. And so we want to figure out that investment piece. How much are you putting in? And it's not always monetary. It could be time. It could be energy any number of those things. Pardon the quick interruption to this episode. I'm so excited to let you know that the 2024 Content Empire Planning Bundle is here, and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this year's edition. It's made up of one part comprehensive 12-month planner that takes you through every step of planning and managing your content and business goals, and one part collection of content creation tools to help you follow through on your content plans and get consistent once and for all. It helps you focus on what's important by keeping your business goals, projects, and tasks, revenue plans, and marketing calendar all in one place. This is way more than just a planner though. It's like having a marketing strategist that helps you figure out your business goals and how to connect them with your content and a business coach pushing you forward and keeping you accountable. If you have a business, create content, and want to get organized and stay productive, you need to check out this planner. Grab your copy here over at yourcontentempire.com forward slash planner. The third area, the third question is around ROI, return on investment. So we want to ask ourselves, what am I getting in return from my business for my investment? And this question really matters. And this question is going to change depending on what stage of business you're in. When you're first getting started in your business, you know, there's really like a few different types of equity, but mainly two here that you can put into your business, especially as a solopreneur, especially as a small business owner. There is either equity, I'm putting money into my business to accelerate its growth, to be able to hire out, to be able to bring people in to execute my vision, or I'm putting in sweat equity where I am the one doing the majority of that labor, putting in the majority of that time. So at the start, you know, you might be putting in a lot of sweat equity without a ton of investment, like return on investment to show for it. But you know that you're planting seeds for tomorrow. You're planting seeds for the long term that are going to begin to come to fruition. So anytime you are, you know, creating your very first offer, creating a brand new course, going from working with clients one-on-one to working in more passive um, types of offers. You don't know at first that it's going to work or um, what you're going to get out of that, but it's that leap of faith. And it's, you know, hopefully backed by a little bit of market research um, that this is something that actually answers a problem or a question that the people you want to be helping are actually struggling with and desiring some resolution from. So what are you getting in return? from your business and you know especially as you move forward as you get more into it what are you getting both in terms of income and what are you getting in terms of like 
personal fulfillment or what are you getting in terms of lifestyle, right? It's allowing you to have more freedom to be present with your kids. It's allowing you to work from home so you don't need to commute. It's allowing you the freedom to work from wherever you want. And this is really going to come down to your values and what you value most. Our fourth question, which is a multi-parter, three-parter, is around the idea of alignment. Um, So how is your business currently fitting into your life? What does my ideal lifestyle look like? And in this ideal lifestyle, what am I doing on a yearly, monthly, weekly, and daily basis? So you want to do a little vision crafting here. And I want you to think about your lifestyle here and what your dream life would look like. It's really funny because this is like one of those questions where the first time that I answered this question for myself, I went in thinking, oh my gosh, this is like some pie in the sky kind of question that I'm answering, kind of vision that I'm answering. Um, And I didn't think it was going to be that useful. And yet when I did it, oh my gosh, I got so much clarity on what I wanted my business to be able to provide for me, the type of lifestyle that I wanted my business to be able to provide for me. And I was able to like, once I had those, like, you know, I want to go on a yearly vacation. I want to go on like a quarterly getaway with my husband and a yearly planning retreat by myself. I want to you know, have a home that I love. I want to have only have to work like five to six hours a a day. I don't want to have to like work all the time. And I want to be able to work on the things that I love. And by having that clarity, I was able to quantify it and put like numbers by those things. And it became very clear when it came to things like revenue planning and deciding on what my revenue goal was going to be by having clarity on what I wanted my business to provide for me and how much those things cost, how much my business needed to be making in order to like you know, have enough for taxes saved ahead of time in order to pay me, in order to invest and grow in the way that I wanted to. And so this alignment question, you know, especially if you are feeling like you are working all the time, you are burning the candle at both ends, you are, you know, putting a lot into your business. And like I said, you know, during those early stages, it's going to feel like a lot of sweat equity without a ton of return. But again, we come back to that vision question and what are you working up towards? So this doesn't need to be, this needs to start happening tomorrow, but this can be like what I'm working towards in this next coming year. And, you know, this question really matters because without this, without knowing, clearly what you want that lifestyle to look like, you're going to end up building something that just doesn't support you in the way that you want to be supported. I see this happen a lot. People just build, 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 build their businesses. They end up with a business that they kind of hate or they end up replacing all the things that they hated about their nine to five. They end up replicating those because they weren't clear on this lifestyle piece or where that fit into it. And ultimately, anything can work, right? There are so many, there's so much evidence of the business model that you want to be running of that thing working, of that niche working in most cases, in like 95% of cases, nothing is really new anymore. So anything can work. So you may as well design it around what you want, right? Because you can make anything work, but really, you know, anything can work, but only with awareness of what, of what you want to be working. Our final questions, and it is a two-parter here, 
is around the topic of pivoting. So you want to ask yourself, what needs to change in order for me to live the lifestyle that I want? What changes do I need to make to my business? Think offers, think ideal clients, think marketing, think sales systems, systems, and team. This is one of the final activities or final um, exercises is a better word um, that we do in our review part of the planning before we move in to the planning side of things where we are like planning our goals. So this is the final step in that review process. Um, Final step of day one, if you're following that three day DIY retreat plan that I talked about in the previous episode. And the clarity I get from this question in terms of the goals that actually matter for the year ahead or for the quarter ahead or for the month ahead is like second to none. This is where most of those goals come from. This is where those ideas for a new offer, these are where those like insights happen of, oh yeah, this is really important to me and I want to shift out of this type of work and I want to shift into this type of work and here is how I want to do it. That is where that clarity comes from. So this question really matters because your offers are your business model. Your offers are how you work with your clients, how you work with your customers and your offers like really dictate and determine how much you have to show up in your business and how you have to show up in your business. So we definitely want to make sure that's aligned with that lifestyle, aligned with that purpose, aligned with your strengths and how you want to work with people. So we're not just thinking about offers here, but offers is a really big part. We're also thinking like who you want to be working with, how you want to be marketing, what your sales system is going to look like. So with that, those are our five questions. So motivation, investment, return on investment, alignment, and pivoting with those anytime. It doesn't just need to be the end of the year that you ask yourself these questions, but that is a really good time. But it can also be, like I said, any time that you're feeling disconnected from your business, disconnected from your goals, disconnected from your purpose. So with that, if you want to grab the planner, which these questions are in there, as well as all the review activities, all the planning, plus like accountability with me throughout 2024, we're going to be meeting quarterly for planning workshops. You're going to be getting those monthly implementation and planning. I'm calling it the content planning club for 2024. So if you'd like to check that out, go to www.yourcontentempire.com forward slash planner to get your mitts on that planner. Um, And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Thank you for listening to the Content Coffee Break podcast. For show notes, links, and resources, head over to thecontentcoffeebreak.com. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean so much if you would take a quick moment to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can catch the next episode right when it drops.